I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today we are talking about a topic that I have been getting multiple questions about and what I think a lot of you are struggling with currently, and this is how do I begin to cope? What is What does it mean to cope, and what strategies can you start to implement so that you can begin to cope, move on, and release that negative energy that's been holding you back in a time and or place or event that is um, seeming to be the controller of your life? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, and if you are interested in learning how to rebuild, reestablish joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, and God, be sure to check out my book, The Big Three, where I dive into the big three relationships that ultimately dictate the quality of life that you live, which is the relationship that you have with yourself, others, God, and then everything in between. And if you're currently struggling in life, like you're living at a low vibrancy where you just don't feel fully alive, engaged, present, connected, then this book is going to be helpful for you. Ideally, because I teach you how to reconnect back to yourself after you felt like you've lost yourself, how to reestablish joyful and loving relationships with others, and how do you build a relationship with God after you've cursed him out, after you have struggled to discover and learn about God? Well, inside my book, that is exactly what I talk about. So be sure to go check it out. The link will be in the show notes below. Um, And if you have any further questions, you can also check out the link to discuss a one-on-one call with me as we dive into today's episode. Now, let's get right into it. Today we are talking about what does it mean to cope and how you can begin to cope better so that you can begin to finally move on and reclaim your life as well as your happiness. And I first want to start out with this idea called, um, just to give you a definition of what coping means, uh, because I feel like people don't understand how to cope because they don't understand what it means to actually cope. I think if you understood what the word coping meant, you would be able to fully actually be able to cope and move on. So let's just get it out of the way and understand that the definition that I am using, uh, what it means to cope. uh, Coping means it's a strategy used to reduce unpleasant emotions. That's all that it is. So when you're trying to cope with something, you're really trying to find a strategy that you can implement into your own life so that you can begin to reduce that unpleasant emotion that you want to experience. And the, the best part is, is that There are a plethora of ways in which you can begin to rid your body and mind from these unpleasant emotions, but it's a matter of doing it consistent enough and long enough for it to actually work for you, for you to be able to experience that freedom, that release, that peace and quiet internally and externally in your life. So let's understand that when when it comes to coping, the ultimate idea behind coping is you need to find a strategy um, to help you to be able to reduce 
these unpleasant emotions that you're attached to and that you're holding on to. So I'm going to give you two big ideas that's going to help you to be able to cope a little bit better and to be able to release these negative emotions. So if you're someone that's currently going through a heartbreak, a divorce, or you know maybe a breakup or a difficult time and you're struggling to cope with your current reality, I think we all know that it's not, um, I guess, as easy as we'd hoped it to be and that it takes time, but I want you to understand that time in and of itself is not what helps to heal you. It's what you can do in that time that can. And if you're looking to wait for time to heal you, you're going to be waiting for a long time for time to actually heal you. Uh, So ideally, what I first want to bring up when it comes to coping is this idea that you need to get out of your mind and step into your body. A lot of us can't cope because we're stuck in our mind. We keep replaying the same hurtful and painful thoughts over and over and over again. That same image, that's those same words that they spoke to us, that same point in time. And when we allow that point in time to be the focal point in our mind, what happens is we end up dwelling and that uh, that thought becomes who we truly are and what we truly experience. So we need to help you understand that if you want to start to begin to cope, you need to get out of your mind and into your body. So finding ways in which you can get out of your mind and into your body is going to be a fun um, time for yourself to get involved with you and connect back to you. That's a, that's a you time. That's not really a you and I time. Because everybody connects to their body differently. But ideally, I'm going to give you some strategies. Ideally, one thing that I love is the coping toolbox. I think everybody needs to have one. If something breaks down in your house, or a light bulb needs changed, or a, uh, you know maybe a, there's a squeaky door, you have a toolbox on handy to be able to fix these parts of your house, right? Well, the same thing goes to your house that you currently live in, which is your body. There's certain tools that you need to have uh, within your coping toolbox that's going to allow you to be able to step out of your mind and get into your body so that you can begin to fix the parts of you that need to be fixed. And the first thing that I think that you need to understand that can help you to get out of your body is, or get out of your mind is there are your five total senses and your senses are there to guide you through this difficult time. So sometimes it's a matter of settling in to your body to understand what's going on in your environment so that you can finally step away from those thoughts because all that you're doing right now is replaying those same thoughts over and over again that are keeping you completely stuck. So the first thing I want you to put in your toolbox, actually this is a physical thing, this is a physical toolbox, this is a box that you're going to use anytime that you are challenge with these unpleasant, unwanted emotions. These are strategies that you put inside your toolbox, like actual tools um, that you can pull out so that you can get out of your mind and into your body. The first thing that we want to focus in on is your smell. Your smell is such a powerful scent. For example, there is a time that I remember um, when I was in fourth grade, my, my teacher would always wear the same perfume over and over again. Like her scent in her classroom, you just knew when you walked by it. And to this day, if I smell that in the store on, you know, another uh, individual, ideally, 
it takes me back to that time and place. I'm sure you have something, a candle, you know, that takes you back to your time and place. For example, my, my wife, she has this candle that reminds her of her um, past going to the beach in the summertime. Uh, she burns it and she just absolutely loves the smell of it. And this candle oftentimes takes her back to a very specific uh, time and place in her life that brings her joy. So when you, what she did there is she took her mind out of the current moment that she was in. She smelled the candle and it took her back to a happier time. And ideally, this is how powerful smells can be. So in your um, coping toolbox, add things that you like to smell that you like that take you back to a good time. I don't care if it's a perfume or it's um, you know maybe a cologne. Maybe it's a lavender scented items to help you to relax your body. Maybe you. You know, it's your certain candles that falls right around the corner. It's those pumpkin spice candles. It's those fall leaf candles Um, and it's chocolates. It's essential oils. It's things that you just genuinely like to smell. You know, I know one thing for me is that my dad always uses this certain smell in his laundry, right? And I love the smell of his laundry. It's so fresh. Like our laundry, when he used to do it, it was, it just, anytime I smell it, it takes me back home and it puts me in this secure, safe space. And um, so I would add that to my emotional um, coping toolbox and and finding things that bring you back to that time and place that brings you joy uh, can absolutely be essential to moving you out of your mind and getting you into your body. The second thing is sound. Sound is something that helps me tremendously. Um, It helps me to focus. It helps me to write. It helps me to process. It helps me to think. And this is a powerful way in which you can add headphones into your coping toolbox. And inside this emotional coping toolbox will be a set of headphones. There might be um, things such as chimes. There might be things as um, rain candles. There might be things such as whatever it might be, maybe a CD, uh, maybe a, um, a little USB hard drive to plug into your computer where you can download, you know, your songs and listen to those. Maybe it's just a checklist of the songs that you like to turn to on your Spotify account that you've created. But it's these songs that take you back to a time and place that also brings joy and happiness, whether it was like a time that you went back to a concert and this specific song takes you back to how fun that concert was, whatever it may be, just find a way that you can add sound into your toolbox and uh, you can then use that anytime you feel disconnected from yourself and unpleasant or low in your current reality. The next big idea is touch, of course. I think uh, having some things in your emotional um, coping toolbox can help you to, uh, in regards to touch, can help you to really move through this difficult time. For example, a stress ball, silly putty, Play-Doh, um, and maybe a massage roller, maybe a weighted blanket. All of these things that you can actually physically touch, hold, feel, pet, whatever it is, um, or put on yourself can highly get you out of your mind and into your body. It's putting you back into your senses. When you tie yourself to your senses, you're going to be now here fully present, fully engaged, fully connected to yourself. And that's the point of this. You need to get out of your mind and into your body and finding which ways work best for you. I'm just giving you some ideas to help you start the brainstorming process. But nonetheless, start to put yourself out there, start to challenge yourself to figure out what it is that you 
enjoy best. Another thing is taste, obviously putting in your favorite candies, gum, maybe chocolates, maybe, you know, it's 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 those exotic chocolates that you really like too. It's like those ones that are super expensive um, that you you only have on rare occasions. Maybe it's maybe it's just a little, you know, um, little glass of wine. I don't know, whatever it is, getting yourself to experience taste and just treasure that moment. I remember when we took uh, my uh, mother-in-law out for her uh, birthday dinner. We went to Ruth Chris and I've never had a better steak and I savored every bite. And what that allowed me to do, once again, my friend, is this. It allowed me to step away from the worries of the world and put me in a time and place that I absolutely loved and enjoyed. I took put me into the present moment where I got to experience a great meal with my mother-in-law um, and uh, her mother and also my wife. And it was just an awesome experience that I'll never forget because it put me solely in the moment per bite and it was absolutely precious. And the last thing is sight. Sight is so powerful. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, then that means a movie or a video could be worth, you know, two million words, who knows. But nonetheless, you need to put some things in there that are visually pleasing to you, whether it's a image, whether it's, you know, a movie, whether it's um, a coloring book, whatever it may be, take yourself and make sure that you have these, these tools in this coping toolbox to help you to be able to get yourself out of that space of negativity and put yourself in a space where you are feeling more joyful, happy, alive, and connected to yourself. That is number one way that you can begin to get out of that low state, that low mood, that low energy and put yourself into a better state is by taking yourself out of your mind and and put yourself into your body. I hope that serves you well and helps you. Now on to number two. When you are experiencing a low mood, when you are going through a difficult time to pick yourself up, there is a powerful exercise that I do frequently that a lot of people miss out on. And um, I want to make sure that you truly understand this diagram and um, understand what I do to get myself out of that low negative state, that emotionalist, I don't want to love, I don't want to care, I don't want to lead, I don't want to speak, I don't want to, you know, help, I don't want to serve, I don't want to put my, you know, wife before myself, I don't want to put others before myself, I just want to just be me and left alone. When you're in that state, you feel completely worthless, you feel negative, you feel hopeless, you feel drained. It's just not a fun state to be in. So how can we change our state from going from a low state to a more uplifted, positive, and joyful state? Well, there are three big ideas here that I like to share with you uh, that will help you to master your emotions or that state of being that you're currently in to move you from a low state to a higher state, whether that's um, you know sadness to happiness, whether that's uh, pain to pleasure, whatever it may be, whatever you're looking to transition into, this is going to help you tremendously. Excuse me. Number one, the first thing that dictates the, the, the aliveness that you feel is your physiology. Now, what is your physiology? It's actually your body taking control of your body. It's, it's that power stance. It's sitting up straight. It's taking deep breaths in, exhaling, deep breaths in, exhaling, shaking your body, moving it around, controlling it, doing what you can to actually make it alive. Some of the greatest techniques that I use is I listen to powerful, positive, motivational music and or speakers, and then allow myself to listen to that, amp myself up, move my body, and start doing um, some uh, Qigong, uh, which is like slapping um, some uh, uh, your body, and you can look it up, it's called Qigong, but nonetheless, it's a powerful method for you to awaken and aliven and move your body into a better state, because here's the thing, when I've talked to depressed people who have went through a heartbreak, a divorce, a loss, um, their, their physiology says it all. Their facial expressions say it all. 
and they look saddened, they look broken, they looked hunched over. If I told you to get into a depressed state right now, your head would go down, your shoulders would sludge, your back would curl, and what would happen is your head would head would go down, your 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 um face would start to drip and droop and your eyes would look like kind of like closed off. You know what I'm talking about if I told you to step into that state. Well, what if I were to ask you to step into a state of aliveness, state of joy, state of gratitude, state of appreciation? Well, when you do that, you change your physiology, you change your vibrancy. When you're excited, you change the way that your body looks. And that's what I'm challenging you to do here. So when you are not feeling good, change your state physically first. And then what you need to do is number two, focus on focusing. That's it. And how do you focus on changing your focus on something? Well, ideally, questions determine your focus. Your questions that you ask yourself can determine how you feel and what you focus on. For example, if I were to ask you this simple question, if I were to ask you, take me back to a time when you were the most happiest. Uh, during your during Christmas or what Christmas can you remember that you were the most happiest right or maybe you know what was your favorite birthday what I did was I take your attention off your pain right now and you're going back in your memory bank and and you're leaving your present pain you're going back into a memory bank and you're now you're focusing on the happiest birthday that you've ever had okay this is so powerful your questions determine your focus so the questions that you ask yourself if you're asking yourself why me why does this always happen to me why can't I ever move move on? Why am I why can't I cope? Well, I'm telling you your focus will give you your questions will give you your focus and your focus will give you your emotional aptitude, how you're feeling and what you're experiencing. So, honestly, what you need to do here is focus on the things that you want and are working toward, your meaningful pursuits. You need to focus on what you truly want and your meaningful pursuits that make you feel connected, make you feel joyful, make you feel alive. And then instead of focusing on the things that are holding you back and making you feel miserable and and painful and unhappy and ungrateful. I know that sounds like common sense, but listen, I also know that common sense, my friend, is not always common practice. And I'm telling you these things, but only about 1% of you are going to do these things. And only about 1% of you are going to be able to actually move on, step forward, and reclaim your life and your happiness. And it sickens me that most people want to be happy, but won't do the things that actually make them happy. So today, I just challenge you to try out to test your physiology. When you start to feel low energy, a low mood, uh, change your physiology. Get Change your body, then change your focus by asking a question, what am I grateful for? List out 10 things that you're grateful for. Actually feel what you're grateful for. And then lastly is your language. The the words that you speak hold power and emotion behind them. When you say, I am depressed, that holds a different emotion than saying, I am upset. You know, that, that, that saying, I am upset is... I am uncomfortable right now. It's different. All these words hold different um, emotion to them. And what happens is how you talk to yourself determines how you operate in this world. And if you are operating in a low frequency, in a broken place, it's oftentimes because of how you're speaking to yourself. So if you want to experience a better quality of life, my dear friend, you need to speak a better quality of life. You need to be a little bit more kind to yourself. And I know you know this but you're not practicing it. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to coach you to remind you, hey, like, listen, your physiology, you have these three things you have the control over. You have a complete control over 
and which is so powerful because listen, there's not many things that we have control over, but our state, how we feel on a day-to-day basis is completely controlled by us. And if you walk into your house negative uh, and, and unloving, it's because you've chosen to do so. And it's because you're not focusing on those three things that equal out to your overall quality and state that you want to experience, which is your physiology, how you feel in your body and how you move it and how you control it. Number two is your focus. What questions are you asking yourself to focus on what you're currently focusing on? And lastly, number three is your language, how you speak to yourself. Instead of using words like depressed, instead of using words like, you know, stressed, maybe instead of using stressed or being lazy, maybe you're just savoring energy. I love saying that. So I used to always think that I was lazy. Now, I'm not really lazy. I'm just like, sometimes I just feel exhausted, right? These are powerful words. Lazy. doesn't make you feel good, does it? Tyler, you're lazy. That doesn't, that never makes me feel good. Tyler, you're exhausted. That doesn't put me into an ener- you know, energized state to want to focus, to serve, to lead, to love, to help, right? So instead of saying that I am, um, let's say, lazy, I say, I'm just restoring my energy. I'm just storing energy. That's it. I'm taking this time not to be Uh, lazy, but to store some energy within myself so that I can perform in a better peak in the next hour, the next two hours, the next day. It's a different language, my dear friend. Don't overlook this. Today was a topic and a topic that I think a lot of us need to focus on, which is coping a little bit better. And don't forget that coping, all it is, is strategies used to reduce unpleasant emotions through this difficult time. And listen, if you need help moving through this breakup, heartbreak, divorce, difficult time. I don't care if it was an hour ago, a day ago, or a year ago. If you're struggling and you're feeling stuck, unable to move on, unable to cope, unable to let go and finally fulfill yourself and reconnect to yourself so that you can reestablish a better, joyful, more fully alive relationship with yourself, I'm going to leave a link below, and this link will guide you to my Calendly account. Jump in on my Calendly account, and let's jump on a call together as we work through uh, what's keeping you stuck and also how we can get you unstuck. Uh, And then I'll give you the three ways in which I would recommend everyone um, take these next three steps so that you can finally move toward your happiness, move toward your joy, move toward your reclaiming of your life. But anyway, my dear friend, thank you for spending your time with me today. Uh, My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am the author of my book, The Big Three, here to teach you exactly what it takes to create happiness during your singleness. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love lead and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person 
in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.